Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. It's week 11, Andy. You mentioned it. We have a full card this week. Only two teams are on by, the Rams and the... Broncos. Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Um, it's a good yeah, chock, chock full of nuts this week, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, like it's weird. We have a really, really good slate. Um, but the primetime games kind of stink. Uh, we're finally gonna see the Patriots again in primetime. I don't think they've had a primetime game since the Tampa Bay homecoming. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since game. we saw them in prime time. This one will be good weather because it's being played indoors. Cannot wait to get your thoughts on the state of the Patriots and really kind of dig into that team a little bit. Um, but the other primetime games kind of stink. Uh, we got a Chargers Steelers game where everyone on the Steelers is hurt. I played a very 95, fair 95 AFC championship seven. game rematch. Stan Humphreys, Neil O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. I always think of like the crazy Duck Hodges, Philip Rivers head to head from a couple of years ago when I think of Chargers Steelers. There was a Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers one back in the day that was a great matchup too. And the Steelers were perennial powerhouse and the Chargers were just coming up. Um, The, uh, yeah, the slate is good. Let's dive right into it. Let's not fiddle fuck around here. Um, Or should we? Welcome in, guys. Welcome in, football fans and. Problem gamblers and be <laughs> handicappers and whoever else wants to hey, hang uh, out and talk football with us for a week. I ran a bunch of numbers for futures this week just because I've been talking about that a lot. People mm-hmm. have a lot of thoughts. Um, and I'm just curious. I, I mean, you know, I shared some with our, you know, some of our friends and got some good feedback. People kind of nobody really disagreed, but um, you know, I don't have a ton of teams that I really will say I think have a meaningful chance to win the Super Bowl. Not a ton. And I just want to kind of go down the list real quick of Super Bowl Despite odds. the parody, I feel the same way. It feels like, hey, there's a bunch of parody in the league. But at the same time, when we get down to the end of it, like, hey, there's a bunch of teams. I don't like to win three or four games in the playoffs, despite how yeah. high they are in the standings right now. Yeah, yeah. There's, and, you know, the fact that there is parody, quote unquote parody, just, just means that no one's really distinguished themselves from a record standpoint. Um, but there is still distinguished, you know, I have distinguished, uh, kind of tiers among my power ratings, uh, just in terms of what a fair price on a neutral field would be for a lot of these teams. So I'm just going to go down the list and tell you a team that teams that I think are surely contenders, borderline contenders, uh, conditional on certain things. And then teams that are kind of in the mix futures wise that I think are not contenders. Does that sound and you could disagree. Does that sound like I will quick... I'll I'll jump I'll jump in if I disagree. Okay. We'll start in the AFC. Your favorites for the AFC currently. Buffalo Bills. They're contenders. Not conditional. That's a team that can contend. Uh okay. and right right you know real realistically a couple couple of models out there I've seen the giving them 19, 20% chance to get the one seed. That's low. That's low. It is uh tennessee titans don't have as high a percentage to get the one seed as a lot of the math models that i've seen kicked around um the uh the tennessee titans are number two right now in the afc in terms of price they are not contenders in my mind i don't see this team winning um afc i don't see this team winning the super bowl um this is not conditional uh i just uh i can't I can't get past the fact that the defense really does have problems. I can't get past the fact that they uh, 
you know, have not been able to develop a second healthy wide receiver tight end uh, target. This is AJ Brown and Ryan Tannehill, and that's about it right now. And they're getting it done through some pretty fluky, unsustainable regression coming kind of luck. Um, I don't know that I even give them as likely a, a chance to get the one seat as, as people have out there. Do you disagree at all? No. I, okay. I'm agreeing with you there. Third, Kansas City Chiefs right now in the futures market, absolutely a contender Abs- with 100% conviction. They're going to be in the mix. Would you agree? Yes, it's a very good team. Okay. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, that's a conditional contender for me. This defense is bad at times, and that's going to be an issue against the um, basically all the offenses we just listed in the playoffs with good quarterbacks, good coaches. And if somebody you know is able to do like we've seen in the playoffs the cat last couple of years where, hey, we're able to limit Lamar today, the Ravens just don't have the, they don't have the defense they had the last two years. Yeah, like the, the, yeah. those games are close because the defense kept him in while Lamar was taken away in the games they lost. Yeah, it's not the same this year. So Ravens kind of a no. Yeah, hard no for me. They're they're hurt already. Not a lot of guys are coming back. No cavalry coming, guys. And then one more injury. Uh, you know, you can pretty much cross off this team because they're thin. They're thin and they're already hurt. One fragile. more team, and yeah, fragile, very fragile team. So can't really consider the Ravens. And and oh, by the way, if they do make a run, you still are going to have to. You know, we've we've seen one playoff win from Lamar, and he oh he's he's plays tight in these big games. I don't know why. I don't yeah. like it. I'd love to see him chill the fuck out and play good in a big game. We've only ever seen it against the Titans, and it really wasn't even for the full game. Um, but that's okay. Uh, the uh, how about the. Uh, AFC, you want to guess who the uh, <clears throat> the fifth pass in the AFC is? The New England Patriots at 11.1. Uh, where do you stand on the Patriots? Actually, and this is maybe a good time to pivot right into this game. Look, yeah, let's pivot into this game. So they should probably take care of business, especially if Cordero Patterson doesn't play. I mean, just think about the I mean, and it wasn't even somebody they thought was going to be a big part of this offense at the beginning of the year. And, you know, Kyle Pitts has stepped up bigly, and he should. He was a very high pick. But the fact that you've you've lost, you know, you've lost one of your receivers. I mean, Julio got traded or whatever, and then you lose uh, Ridley to, you know, personal issues. Pitts steps up, but if he's like your only, you know, just like let's take away Pitts, what are they going to do? You don't have a good second back. Mike Davis isn't good. And Patterson has been awesome, but if, if he doesn't play, I don't know what this team's going to do on offense. It's going to be hard to find something outside of Pitts. And, you know, if anything if anything we know about the, the Bill Belichick defenses over the years, they're really good at taking away the one thing you're good at, making you try to beat you with everything else. So yeah. I don't feel great. I, I wanted to take the Falcons in this game, but just the high likelihood that Patterson doesn't play makes me just wonder how, how they're going to score in this game. And so I, I, I that puts – and again – it puts the Patriots at seven and four. They're in really good spot. They're probably still, it will be a big ask to overtake the Bills. And that leaves Is them in a wild card spot. It just, you see the standings? I know it's close, but I think, the, I think the Bills, like looking, I look down at the schedules. It's, I mean, the Bills got to play the just, Bucks, though. Yeah. I mean, they both they have to play the Saints. Teams. 
Uh, Thanksgiving night? Weird things can happen. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, weird things can happen any week. Like we can say that you can say that about any game, but I I think the, the Bills, Bills and lost Patriots to the schedules. Jags. I don't think you can assume that all of those no, are I'm not assuming I'm not assuming I'm just saying it's still it's still a decent ask to yeah, no, overtake no. in in the blind. The Bills have an easier schedule than the Patriots. A ton yeah, of that is do. because they're two head-to-heads. The Bills will be favored in both. I don't think there's yeah. really much. No, and that, that's there. the biggest part of this yeah. is the if the Bills take care of the head-to-heads, the rest almost does. It does matter. You can't lose every other game, obviously. But if if you perform up to expectations and you beat them in the head-to-heads, or at least you know split, the Bills win the division, and then the Patriots. I don't really like it, and I'm seeing some places as low as nine to one. Nine to one Amazing. for them to win three road games. Patriots? Yeah. No, 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 I, no. Not, not with price, a, a rookie. That price a is rookie conditional. <laughs> that price is conditional on the Patriots closing the gap and winning the East. I, you know, in some ways, you know, there's a de- like, like the like the the probability of the Patriots Super Bowl swings massively on their AFC East hopes, and right now there's about a 80-20 split. The market would say 80% chance the Bills get it, 20% chance the Patriots get it. But in that 20% of realities where the Patriots win the AFC East, all of a sudden their likelihood of getting to the Super Bowl is a lot better, which is why 10 to 1 is probably fair market on them right now. Yeah. To win the AFC. Yeah. If you want to bet the Pats, you go back a couple weeks before they win these games and yeah it'll, it'll probably go down again you'll probably see some seven and eight to ones i mean it depends what happens the rest of the week yeah obviously buffalo you know buffalo has a, a very winnable game kansas city has a tough game yeah tennessee 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 who does tennessee play i don't have that part of my okay school. so tennessee we'll, plays we'll get, we'll get down to that. tennessee plays houston oh, which is yeah, a bad that's one where it is. but people people are first hot on houston so <laughs> some people I've, I've seen people bet Houston this week. <laughs> um, we'll get to them against the, the spread. Uh, against the spread, right? Um, a couple of things to note about the Patriots: the Patriots have played legitimate opponents over their last four weeks, including the Browns, the Chargers, uh, and meh, the Patriots. I mean, excuse me, meh, the Panthers and uh, and the Cowboys. They almost beat the Cowboys. They beat the Chargers convincingly. They beat the Browns convincingly. Um, so, and they, it's been a while since we've seen them really lay a stinker. In fact, you have to go back to the saints game to really kind of find, and that's really maybe their only game all season where they just did not show out, right? They just didn't, didn't play well. Um, and so it's been a while since people have remembered like, you know, what they're dealing with here. And this is a rookie quarterback and they're, you know, this is still a work in progress, but you can't help but notice it's been progress, right? Um, a lot. And there's kind of two, two, there's two groups out there. There's a Patriots fans who are like all in complete and total, like I'm reliving 2001. That is an, this is absolutely happening. Like there are pattern recognition is a cognitive bias. And this is absolutely, there are Patriots fans out there who are looking at this and they're like, we're doing it again. Team of destiny all over again, 2001. Like we're going to go up head to head up against, you know, some dynamic offense in the playoffs and our, our plucky team's going to run out of the tunnel together and they're going to beat them. Um, and Mac Jones is the next Brady. There, there are people who are beating this drum. Simmons is unlistenable right now. He's, I mean, even his movie—the least surprising thing I've heard all day. The movie podcast. He, he, he. No, really? No, no. Normally, during any season, his movie podcast, which I like, 
the rewatchables. He sure. shoehorns in enough Boston references, Boston sport references. Now that the Patriots are like hot, like yeah, unlistenable. And I want to, <laughs> I want to address Ricky's question here too. Bill's strength of schedule. No, it it is it is actually on the tougher end of like tougher strength of schedules going forward. But relative to the Patriots, I have I have the two strength of schedules almost the same. So it really does come down to the head to heads. And I think Buffalo wins those like yeah, the Buffalo bills do not have an easy strength of schedule going down the stretch here. In fact, I really don't think they end it's up bottom in the top half, two seeds. It's bottom half of the league. Yeah, I have it as, I have it as like um, 12th toughest. I think the, the key really, oh, the key entirely the Patriots is as well. Yeah. The bills one seed entirely depends on if the Patriots split with the bills or if the bills sweep, that's entirely yeah. it, right? If the bills sweep, then they are live for the one. If the if the Patriots split, then it's probably Tennessee's to lose. Even though Tennessee is going to stumble, they're going to trip up. But if they keep playing like but they're they playing. Got eight wins already, yeah. I know they got eight wins already, and they got a head to head over Buffalo. Houston. They got a head to head over Buffalo and KC. I so they are, have the they have the inside track. Can't deny that. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about let's talk Turkey though about Patriots for a second. The defense is good. They have talented players. They are well coached. They're well-prepared, and they play hard every game. It's a good defense. But defense is still always a reflection of who have you played. And the Patriots haven't really played very many tough teams' offenses, really. Right? They and, haven't. And if, if we're making – if we keep doing the analogs to Buffalo, it's the same thing. The same exact thing. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo same and New England. Same Their defenses same are ranked highly if you look at the raw metrics. But you add some context, you be like, man, you played some kind of bad teams are just you played bad offenses at the right time and just i i don't uh i think i think we're kind of landing on the same thing the price around 10 11 to 1 is probably fairish right now don't go chasing new england at this point i mean if you want to chase them i'd chase them before this week i do think they get the win and that number probably gets a little shorter especially if kansas city is uh if kansas city slips up versus you know uh, a really good offense in dallas we could have some problems there too with the numbers so i uh and as far as the game goes, I opted to stay away from this. I'll probably just play some props tomorrow. If Patterson goes, we'll see. Maybe there'll be a, a laggard book that still has a seven, and yeah. I might I might grab a small position. But I'm I'm expecting the Patriots to win tomorrow and their number to shorten. Okay. So, question: Am I right or in the right universe here with this kind of general takeaway about the Patriots season so far? Yeah. The- I mean, I haven't said Remember anything. Remember when we went to the around because we have 14 I games? I haven't said anything yet. This is the Patriots. The Patriots are going to be so talked about over the next couple of weeks. we got to get out ahead of this and have some sort of idea of what's That's going fair. on with them. They have a bunch, a bunch of high leverage games coming up for them. Um, the Patriots start out the season. They have very, very limited playbook for Mac. Very limited. Understandably. He's a rookie. He's, he's, you know, you don't get a, you know, you don't get a bunch of, uh, you know, preseason time anymore to get guys up to speed. You're throwing them to the wolves as a rookie, you know. And oh, by the way, he's a rookie that is a little limited athletically, so he's not going to have the bailout like the, you know, the Lamar Jacksons of the world and the Justin Fields, Justin Fields of the world. You know, he's going to have to get it done in a pocket. He's going to have to read defenses. He's going to be tested, and so they have a limited playbook and they attack the short stuff. And this happens to be. Coming into the NFL in the same time that defenses are all pivoting to a conceptual framework that's too high safety. 
because they need to be able to stop the Mahomeses of the world. They need to be able to stop the Josh Allens of the world. And so it's kind of a perfect storm. Of, Especially when you sign a couple nice tight ends. You sign a couple nice tight ends and the defenses are pivoting away from the easy stuff. Right. And they're basically giving you, you know, a lot of defenses are giving you this vacuum of if you can complete the easy stuff, if you can win 1v1 in the running game, then you're going to be able to move the ball and you're going to be able to score points. And so I feel like that's really what is happening here. You pay, your Patriots don't need to be daring and complicated and have, you know, win 1v1 with wide receivers versus good coverage down the field and make, you know, tight throws into, t- you know, or, or make precision throws into tight windows on the move. Uh, you know, a, pop, a la Pat Mahomes, they're just they're taking what the defenses are giving them, and it just so happens to be that defenses are more prepared and more rostered up right now to be defending the Pat Mahomeses of the world, and that's created a vacuum where Mac Jones is doing well, and he has one game where you know everybody was watching because it was the Browns, and it was like, well, here's a real test. Mac Jones plays well, and now everybody's like, oh, well, you know, the Patriots are for real. They're one four in a row. I forgot I know, that they could even play bad. <laughs> I wanted this so bad to just take, you know, the, the market's over adjusting. I wanted to take the seven. It's just, I'm, again, with this game, I just can't figure out where we're going to find the offense in Atlanta. Which is, which is, yeah, which is why which I think the, 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 which is why I think there's a blinking red angle on this one. And, and the, the under. The under. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably the fuck gonna, is this I'm thing probably, 47 and a half. Yeah, the, so and the other part <laughs> is too like if if you want to play that offense where you uh, to to quote the uh, the good doctor Eric the Patriots crossing the street a hundred times to get to the end zone, <laughs> like if yeah. that's the offense you want to play and you're good at it, I mean you you can do that like especially yeah. like what's what's the weakness on the Patriots offense besides a rookie unathletic quarterback. I mean, uh, wide, receiver, wide receivers create well, separation 10 and 20, 10 to 20 yards down the field. Yeah, going going deep. Uh, if you want to say that's a weakness, they're not even trying to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. You're right. They're not even trying to do it. That's that that's kind of the key. And I think, I mean, I, I realistically, we'll wait for Andy to oh, unfreeze so is here. Is it but... really a weakness going deep? Like the, the, the underneath stuff. No, the, the true the, the true weakness, the offensive line. And you have an Atlanta team that just doesn't get pressure. Like they're oh, bottom in right. every, every kind of pass rush metric. So like it's it's a nice, it's just such a nice matchup for the Patriots to go do exactly what they want. And you know, you just you need a couple of those drives to end in field goals, and this game lands in the 30s. Okay. Okay. I'd agree. I think that's I think this is a Patriots win, likely a Patriots cover, but a very, very solid under. And uh, I'm involved at 48, and it's 47 and a half really across the board right now. 47. Ooh, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm not alone. I'm not no. alone. This is coming with me. Okay. Even indoor. Okay. Ooh, fuck! I forgot to put that on my BetSports app because I was logged out. God damn it! Oh, we gotta get you. Yeah, we reset your password. Even. Yeah, I keep I keep doing that every day, trying to post the fatigue thing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we'll get you figured um, out. All right. All right uh, anyway. Detroit twenty four ten Pats Sam I could Sam Sam's reading my my mind here twenty twenty four ten twenty I'll even give I'll even give the the Falcons thirteen points we'll be generous Detroit Fair. Cleveland I laid the chalk with the Browns I can't quit these motherfuckers <laughs> Chubbs Chubbs back and Goff is a day to day so there's a scenario where 
Oh, remember we talked about this quick, and I really don't want to spend time in this game. But yeah, that, there's not did, much to they say. Did lay, they did lay out the quarterback stuff, and remember we talked about uh, um, uh, Tim Boyle being injured. Yes. So he is he's practicing with the team. He's still QB1. on the IR. He can <laughs> he can come off. Like they they said he's in this evaluation period, and they said if D- Goff can't go, DFR. they'll bring him off and he'll start. Okay. So the the most the most likely situation if Goff doesn't start is Tim Boyle, where and wherever you're at, I suppose you're at the spot where Baker is uh um probably being disrespected in his cycle, uh, even if he doesn't start. Like the Detroit, Detroit on the road here against this offense, and again that we, we've we have a dinged up quarterback, a dinged up receiver. I'm a little hesitant to back Cleveland here. Uh, see, I kind of like the, I kind of like Browns, this under too, despite how low yeah. it is. Browns, I have yeah, unders low, but I think it's the right side. Browns can win and cover. Baker Mayfield throws like 15 passes. I don't think it matters realistically. I don't know how the Lions get up for this game. If you're the Lions and you just went, you just spent two weeks preparing for Pittsburgh. You got some breaks and that you didn't have to play Big Ben. You gave your entire, you left all, you left it all out on the field and you got a fucking tie out of it. I don't know. Also, how, I don't know how Dan Campbell inspires this team this week. When, it, when is Baker at his worst? When people don't believe in him. No, no, no. I, when, oh, the, when, when, the when he's at his worst. Oh, he's at his worst when he's like pumping and beating his chest and he's like, so no, 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 not, not his state of mind. Oh, oh. when the other team is. Oh, pressure, under. pressure, under pressure. Under <laughs> do you know pressure. how many, yeah. do you yeah, know how many yeah, times yeah. Mason Rudolph got, do you know how many times Mason Rudolph got hit on his 50 dropbacks last week? Uh, was it even one? It was zero. Zero oh. quarterback oh. hits on 50 oh. dropbacks. That's hard to do. That so yeah, if, if you're not, if you're, Holy if you're not going to be able to, shit. if you're not going to be able to get Baker under pressure, I probably agree with you. It's funny. This is uh Patrick says they're like the AFC Vikings can't read them. They should. They should get this done. I worry about the wide receiver situation a little. You know, Landry's dinged up. People Jones if, is might be your best option in some spots, but this is not a team we can cover anybody. And if they're not getting a pass rush, um, and the and again, the Browns will run just fine. This is a team they can run against. It might be a <clears throat> you know long extended scoring drives for the Browns. And they win twenty-one to fucking six or something. You know, I, I, I'm gonna say give me a twenty-eight to six because you forgot about that uh, uh, Miles Garrett defensive return touchdown after he strip sacks Tim Boyle. <laughs> after he strip sacks Tim Boyle, uh, he's gonna take that one to the house. So he's that's that's actually more like twenty-eight to six. Let's move on to the Niners at the Jags. Uh, very little interest in playing this game. I would just like to cede my time to Andy and use you know. I will, I will, I will vent for a second and then cede my time to Andy on the handicap here. The Niners, man, these guys. I went to war with them week after week after week. They're not this bad. The market is low. Buy low yeah. on these guys, and then I finally gave up on them the week before they blew the doors off of the Rams. Thankfully, your call at halftime of the Monday night football game, which brought us, by the way, to three and zero on the week at second half plays. Don't stop us. No, you know, don't, don't look, you know, look, you know, don't let us get hot. Um, that was thankfully a little bit of, you know, a little bit of reparations for my Niners support that went so sideways so much of the season to this point. Uh, what do you make of this line and, and, and total? Do you have any, appetite to continue to get involved with the Niners did they fix things or was it all a mirage it's just a weird thing where Shani owns McVay it's that weird cycle of or the circle of the you know the circular human centipede of those four coaches where they all have each other's number 
That was a, that was a horrible reference to use. I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the, the circle where this team beat that team and that team beat this team, you know, like the circle of attrition. But Shanny yeah. just does this to McVay. And this this is kind of a bad spot. I don't, I don't want to back them. I don't want to lay the points. The Jags' defense is kind of playing up. They're playing tough right now. That's the only thing that's happening. This is uh, another lower total. I might be all over unders this week. I really liked Debo. I loved what he did. I loved how they used him. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, hurt finger. Looks like he's going to play. Jeff Wilson's fine, too. I think they're going to just concentrate on the run. This was a team that, you know, they played up. They played well against the Bills. They stuck inside the number versus Indy. And, yeah, I just, I'm not, uh, again, I, I liked the Niners. Like you, I was scared to bet them. We ended up taking them in the second half. Some very smart cookies in the uh, chat said I'm taking the money line on them at like two to one. Congrats to you guys. And I just, but on the road, and again, this has been proven out, especially this year. This isn't that big of a situational issue, but it is a short week for a West Coast team yeah. playing a noon game all the way in Duval County, Florida. That's not great. And again, they're well coached. You know, there's some veterans. It's not going to kill them, but it's not a spot where I want to be laying all these points against a defense that's playing up right now. It's probably another under spot for me. Yeah, I think that's the key here. It, the Jaguars' defense is playing up. I didn't see that coming. They held the freaking Bills to six points, and then you take away the the fluky block kick score. They held the uh, uh, they held the Colts down last week on the road as well. Um, very uh, surprising to see this team play with uh, as much enthusiasm as they have. Uh, credit to the coaching staff, I guess. I, Urban Meyer's not quitting on this team. They're not quitting on him, I, I guess. Uh, all of this, very surprising. Uh, so, yeah, easy stay away from me. Let's move on to the two teams that the Jacksonville Jaguars just defended extremely well, who go head-to-head -head up in Orchard Park. 2-0 and against the spread versus these two. And, yes, have we gotten updates in the weather? Because I, producer Dan alerted It doesn't me look too to bad. The, the Buffalo weather today is awful shitty. By the weekend, it looks like it's not supposed to be quite as bad. You know what Colts? it is? That Colts storm that went through Edmonton that dropped all that snow on on Edmonton the before before the soccer match yesterday between Mexico and Canada. That's now trickled its way probably across Lake Erie and is affecting the weather in uh uh is Lake Erie or Lake Ontario that one next to Buffalo. Let's say Erie. Um yeah, no, I, I as far as I know, the weather in Orchard Park is not going to be as miserable as was expected. Uh winds look like they're in the teens. Uh it's chance of rain, but it should be over before kickoff. I would probably be taking the Colts at seven here in this spot. And I don't like it, but it's another one of those where, again, Buffalo, a little bit of a fraudulent defense. I think they're going to be fine by the end of the year, but this is one of those, hey, the DVOA looks good. Hey, the defense looks good because they played kind of a garbage schedule. And like, hey, the pressure rate looks really good, but it's been against some bad offensive lines. And, oh, man, Indy, I guess, maybe it was – I don't really truly believe in look-ahead spots, but it was Indy overlooking Jacksonville a little, looking to this one, being like, you know, this is a tough game, but if we get this, all of a sudden we're back in the wild card chase. Mm -hmm. You know, that maybe overlook because I didn't think they played horrible. Just they, they just looked like they lacked motivation last week at some parts of that game. And despite, you know, they did come away with the win. Pittman's been great. And then there is a chance 
Xavier Rhodes returns to the field. He's practicing this week. If you can get some pieces back together, I think the Indy defense is the one maybe being underrated. Oh, oh, underrated. If, is that if they said? get if they get if they get healthy, people have kind of dogged on them a little this year. I well, and they've been hurt. I mean, they they have they've had serious injuries to serious positions, including Mister Leonard and obviously Xavier Rhodes is kind of an up and down player, but he's. Better than uh, probably your replacement level. We've had injuries. I think Sin or Yasin. I never know if it's Rakya, Rakya Sin, Sin or Rock Yasin. If it's, it's uh, Rakya, all right. So yeah, multiple injuries in the secondary there. But like getting getting seven here is a bit much for my numbers. Even if I have I have Buffalo as my top team. I just uh, I think highly enough of what Indy's been able to do, and I make this like six. It's not a strong play, but if I had to bet this, it would be the it would be the road team against a defense that's probably getting a little too much respect. Rocky Annick Sitter. <laughs> that's, that's a tennis, a tennis joke. joke. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Buffalo Bills and the Colts, of course, memorably played in the wild card round last year. Not much has changed from these. I two thought you were going to bring up the snow game. Uh, oh wow, they very memorably played in the snow. We're not going to get snow. That was the one where was it shady? Was that? Also, the was was Lashawn McCoy in two very memorable snow games. I guess he was the snowball between the Eagles and the Lions, and the snow game between the Bills and the Colts. An all time all time great kicker, Adam Vinatieri. Product Vinatieri kicked that one that like absolutely duck hooked in and out. All yeah, it was an awful game that I could not get enough of. Oh, uh, so good. Um, Colts plus seven. I think the total is probably. Right where it needs to be, and maybe a little cold sprinkle in this one. Okay, interesting. Okay, I'll I'll see. I will concede. You have a better read on this all the nice I things do. I said about the Buffalo Bills getting this done for the rest of the year, and I'm <laughs> against them right away. Well, seven points is a lot. I don't think it that, is a lot I don't think we have again. Back to the basics. The NFL is flat, especially in the middle of the season, especially with everybody dealing with injuries and rest disadvantage and blah, 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 blah. Like there's is any team seven points better than any team that has a, you know, has a pulse. Uh, I don't know. So it's a seven is a lot. Wild card game last year. This market was 652. So basically it's telling you that the Colts are a little worse than they were last year with Phillip Rivers offensively that's basically what the market is saying (laughs) Colts have scored more points than the Chiefs this year same amount of games Hmm. are they the best team in the league all right no Miami let's let's get to a way no Colts are not the best team in the league yeah let's move on divisional matchup Miami Jets (laughs) this sucks Andy I'm Um, not sure if you saw the news today oh my god we get Tua versus Flacco this (laughs) sucks so bad Tua versus Flacco. So Thank this is my God question. This is on. my question to you because <laughs> I don't I don't think they did a major overhaul to the offensive system from last year. You know, it's a completely different coaching staff, but it's not like they changed like everything. It's a pretty basic offensive You're talking about Miami? New York. New York. Uh I mean, it's I'm all Mike new LaFleur. coaches. They but... brought Mike LaFleur in from San Francisco. Yeah, he I just haven't seen different stuff. I haven't seen like the amount of wrinkles that makes me worried about Flacco stepping in there. Like, <laughs> like I oh, I see, I see. I think Flacco's been with this team. He actually started for the Miami game last year. This oh, was man. this. Yeah, this he played for them last year. Again, different coach, different offense, but still, he. I think he's 
he's probably fine stepping into this. He's always been able to, they don't have good receivers or good skills. You know, it's, it's not a good team, but I don't think he's going to come in and just bottle it. And if he can get a couple, yeah, if he can get a couple of those pass interference calls, he likes he's yeah. And somebody says Flacco's Flacco's probably an upgrade. That stinks. Is he? (laughs) He kind of is because I, I don't think at this point in his career, he's like, all right, I have to go out there and play hero ball to get one last contract. He knows where he's at. Like he's just going to go out there and, you know, play well enough so he can just keep playing. I think he's fine with, you know, playing, hey, just do what you're comfortable with. We're going to build this offense around what you do well. Obviously, you're not as mobile as you once were. We'll try not to get you concussed like the other year. And the Jets know where they're at in in the standings, too. They're 2-7. and Although the Dolphins, the Dolphins, man, did they win this game? Four wins isn't that far out of the playoffs, despite – you know, being as bad as they are. Yeah, no, I think their season's pretty much over. But they're, yeah, I mean, frisky. it is. They're frisky. You, they're, uh, as they proved to the Ravens last yeah. week, they're a team you don't want to see on your schedule late in the season with nothing to lose. Um, the issue I guess I have is the Dolphins defense is playing a lot better. Yep. Um, and the Jets offensive line is still a huge problem. If you gave Flacco time, I think he could run a clean offense and be capable and not embarrass himself, but he's going to be under duress a lot in this game. He, I guess over under Flacco gets sacked five and a half times. Under like three or four. This offensive he's, line is really poor for my, for digits. I know, but if, if I'm him, I'm just like, I'm getting this out quick. Like deep balls are happening only when linebackers are dropping. Like I'm not. If there's any blitz, this is going to a running back now. This is going to a tight end immediately. He doesn't okay, want to okay. get hit. It's and it's in. It's in. It's cold up in Jersey. He doesn't want to get hit in a cold game. He's old as shit. So God, I think we see the, the ball getting Lamar Jackson. I, I'm not four times. This game. The Dolphins sacked Lamar four he's, times. Last he's very last sackable year. though. He gives up. He has been this year. They sacked Terod Taylor five times. Is Terod Taylor sackable? Yes, he is. In fact, that was why the Buffalo Bills fans used to hate Terod Taylor is because he took too many sacks. He held on the ball too long. He didn't take enough shots down the field. They did not sack Josh Allen three games ago. Uh, And four games ago when they played the Falcones, one sack. So, yeah, they're, they're trending upwards, but certainly not maybe the most ferocious pass rush that you they'll that the jets have faced this season um i have no interest in betting this game i think ultimately nope. this is a pretty fair line dolphins probably should win that's why they're favored it's gonna be nice 56 in jersey on sunday congrats yeah, right. maybe don't over don't underestimate you know the uh, staggering drawing power of the garden state here's what you should do if you are in new jersey and it's a 56 day 56 degree fall day don't go to go the spend Jets time game. with your family. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to the don't Jets game. Jets. <laughs> don't watch this game at all. Hey, go go to the tailgate. Don't pay go, to go into the yeah, stadium. Go to the yeah, go to the tailgate. Watch some of the other great football games on in parking lot. And then drive home safely. Sober. River. <clears throat> Riverboat Ron Revenge. I don't I can't think of one more R word. Redskins, I guess you can say that. That's the R word. That's what we used to call it. But Riverboat Ron's revenge game. I don't think he's a revenge game guy. I don't think he gives a shit. It is funny that Cam is back for this. Like, uh, is that kind of where you're at? I didn't see anything telling me otherwise. Cam Cam starts and plays a big chunk to this, or are they going to be doing musical quarterbacks? Does it matter? Uh, 
I don't know that anyone from the Carolina Panthers has been out ahead of this, or it's just been media speculation. I think you started this. Is you, you started this because you were like, they're giving them all that money. That's starter money on Sunday's pod. You started this. You started is. this saying that Cam was going to get the start here. Uh, I maybe I, I got to give. That's I why I'm not betting full, this game. Maybe to give full credit. Oh, you didn't bet this one? No. Okay. I bet. This one. <sighs> Man, uh, Chase Young give, out, and the secondary as bad as it is. How good has Chase Young played this year? I know, but the rest of the defensive line is going to take a step back if he's not picking up extra hats and stuff. Why? Go, go back they have and look so much at, depth. They have so much. They, they, they have bodies and bodies, and they're good players. They have players. very good inside inside rush but i think i think part of their inside rush being so good has been chase young is drawing extra extra blockers at time or nah. drawing you know it, it for sure he's very good so i'm not saying he's good, not good but he right, i'm not yeah, he hasn't been he hasn't been like miles garrett standout level of play this it's, year at all in fact if we were if we had sophomore of the year defensive sophomore of the year Tickets on Chase win. Young, I we, we would not win. <laughs> you, there are soft defensive sophomores out there that are outplaying Chase Young this year, um, which is you know which is wild. Um, the, well, I mean, he doesn't. Cam, he you doesn't know, I gotta give, a, I gotta no, give. You don't our, have a clowny in. I got, no, they don't have a clowny in there. Uh, now clowny's got a bruised shoulder. The uh, the um, yeah. pot, my our my uh, my, my co-analyst on the Matchbook Show. Rob Pizzola said it as better than I could have, which is I will pay to see that Cam Newton can complete passes deeper than five yards. I'll pay to see it. That's what you're going to have to do to really take advantage of the weaknesses of the football team defense. You're going to have to be a more aggressive passing than I believe Cam Newton is capable of being at this point in his career. You've put Cam Newton in good situations at the goal line. He's going to score touchdowns. That's what he does. You're going to put him in fourth and one. You need to get a hard yard. He will get that hard yard. Guarantee you. In fact, if you just want to roster that guy for those situations, that's fine. I don't really take exception to that. But if you're expecting him to move you from 20 to 20 against a defense that has, you know, solid front seven and poor back end, he's not going to do it. I just don't see it happening. And the Panthers overall. If the football team can do what they did offensively against the Buccaneers last week, they can do it against the Panthers. I, I, I just, you know, Panthers defense not good enough to hold them down to 20 points, which is what it's going to take for uh, the Panthers to cover a three and a half point spread. I bet this at three and a half, obviously. Is it three now? Or is that just when? Yeah, there's number? there's some three. It's like yeah, the okay. the three's so, got the three's got taken again. Probably Pizzola's fault, but this was uh this was a good spot to take a three and a hook. I don't see much of a gap between these two teams in terms of overall strength. The football team has been very unlucky this year in terms of outcomes. Ironically, they got that one win against the Falcons, which was extremely lucky, but they lost some other very unlucky games. Um, and uh, I guess their win against the Giants was pretty lucky, too. The f- football team has one solid win against the Super Bowl champions, two lucky wins, and a bunch of unlucky losses. Uh, go f- go figure this team out. Um, the Panthers, on the other hand, are not as good as what they showed last week against the Cardinals. That was a play-up spot and play-down spot combined to give you uh, an impressive win for Panthers. Uh, three and a half was a bet on the football team. If you followed me, my action on BetSperts, you know I already bet this. Uh, if you've listened to the Matchbook pod, you know I already bet this. Hopefully you got a three and a half as well. I would still play a three. In fact, I would probably split my stake between plus three and money line if I didn't already have three and a half. 
Um, let's see if we can. I opened so many tabs. I opened so many <laughs> tabs right there, and Chrome locked up like a nun crossing her legs. It was, <laughs> it was rough. Like it just—you can hear my computer crying. So, uh, uh, I don't think they're getting. I don't uh, think they're getting uh, uh, like a great pressure rate. Who? Panthers? Uh, the, no, the the Washington, Washington football, football team? team this year. I don't think no. they're getting the. They're not getting a great. I'm, I'm not no, scared not. of this defense. And I, I don't want to be involved in this because I don't know what I'm going to see from this offense. I'm very anti-Cam. I don't think he looks like a starting quarterback in the league anymore. His arm isn't good. His shoulder is never going to recover. But mm-hmm. if they can if they can build a game plan around some short stuff, if, you know, build a game plan of crossing routes and CMC and God knows what, I just worry about this. I, I, have, I haven't had a good read on the football team all, all year, so staying away. Yeah, no, that doesn't. That's that's not crazy. I haven't had a great read on them either, but I think this is a nice spot, ultimately. Uh, and I was on the Panthers last week, and I had the appetite. I told you I had an appetite for football team last week, and you talked me out of it. So if I lose this, I talked every anybody who talked to me, I talked <laughs> them out of it. Like, hey, that's a bad angle. Did you play the Buckaroos <sighs> tonight, by the way? Did you see that second quarter? Fatigue setting in a little early for the Lake Show. I didn't bet um, any basketball. I forgot to today. Oh man, um, I gave you all those plays. Baltimore at Chicago in two quarterbacks. We mentioned this yeah. before. Who takes sacks? Yeah, uh, I don't have to open a new tab to tell me that uh, Justin Fields is probably the most sack quarterback in the league, despite not playing a couple games. Um, the Ravens' defense, though, like we mentioned in the when we were talking futures, not a team, not a team that has a great defense. It's not a defense that's impressed anyone. Over the last few weeks, over the season, really, they had a bunch of injuries to start the season, mostly on the offensive side. Um, I I don't understand what this team is. Sometimes you see like the re- remember the really good game for uh, Lamar through the air, and then we had a really good game where it was like, oh, Lamar's going to run a bunch, and all the, every running back doesn't matter who it is is going to be fine today. And and then you have games like we had before, and they, they do have extra rest, but the Bears are coming off by, so I I don't know if that matters here. I'm. I mean, we said Ravens minus six was probably a good spot. It's going the other way. Why do you yeah. think the Bears are taking money? It's this like, is the one so far. The Bears here so far on the week. This is the one play where I'm have lost meaningful yeah, equity. Injuries. Meaningful equity. Um, some of it is probably that Lamar Jackson missed practice today with the non-COVID illness. I mean, he's like. Yeah. You want and if Andy, the number one player impact in the NFL to his team is Oakland Smith. No, he's a, he's a little bit farther down the list. Lamar, <laughs> Lamar you, Jackson, hundred percent. It's a, it's clipboard not, Delta. The massive. clipboard the clipboard Delta is massive. What he means and his roles and responsibilities, and you know how important it is for him and that offense to have the ball in his hands on every single snap, all, all of it. If so, if there's even a whiff that he may not go, I understand why the market's moving against yeah. the Ravens. That said, the injury report for the Bears was Please bad. Just says it was bad. The injury report for the Bears was bad, guys. This is uh, Akeem Hicks did not practice today. Eddie Jackson did not practice today. Khalil Mack did not practice today. Trevathan did not practice today. Allen Robinson did not practice today. This is, if those guys are not available after a bye week of rest, uh, I mean, the Bears are in just absolute dire straits. Uh, the Bears defense, even if those guys are playing and they're limited, uh, is in trouble. 
if over. Lamar Jackson is out there. <laughs> well, over. See, this is the problem. I have felt overy about the Bears a couple of times this year. Yeah. And one of them was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you know what the Bears did in that game? They gave they got they got sacked, they got picked, they gave up fumbles. They were just yeah. an embarrassment offensive. I think they scored three points. And you know, you what, know what we needed here? That total did not go over. And you know what I needed from the Bears? I needed 10 points and I got freaking three. And I am still raw about that. Although I went what back we, to the what we needed, uh, it, so. what we need here too, and I won't bet this over. I might get involved in the Ravens if if uh, Lamar checks out, but what you need for an over in this game to hit is garbage time Mitch, and he's up in Orchard Park. Yeah. Garbage garbage time Mitch was a gift. He would get you two touchdowns late when they were down by three and a half scores. Yeah. That and only better, only thing better was garbage time Bortles. Oh God. Remember how Obviously, those live overs against the Jaguars Kirk when too. you knew they were gonna lose. Oh man, those guys were good at getting putting points up the board late. So um yeah, no, so Ravens, the, the, Ravens for me. Ravens for me as well. And this is uh this is Wink Martindale. If you have anything left in your hopper, if you've got any juice left in the tank here. Bring some exotic blitzes. Confuse the kid. Do you want to guess? Okay, let me just let me just uh, frame this correctly. Uh, let's say think of think of like a bad quarterback in terms of EPA per play. Like like you, like just give me a name and I'll tell you what his EPA per play is. So just give me a bad quarterback so far this season. Who's bad? I mean, Tarad. Tarad's not that bad. No, no, no. give me a, give me a I mean, bad quarterback. He, that last game was like a third of his season had to bring him down quite a bit. Uh, oh, a bad, uh, you know, yeah, give me a, a real bad, bad like, like Tua. Tua has been not that bad. <laughs> He's not that bad. Give me, think, think, think a little broader, like, like Zach Wilson. Bad. Davis Zach Mills. Wilson. Davis Mills. Let's oh, just Davis stick Mills. Oh, Davis Mills has been bad. Patrick Davis Bennett. Mills, EPA per play has been um, minus. 1.64 well, excuse me, minus 0.164 so he is so every drop back he's taking so if he kneels it would be better off. right it would be better right yeah um minus 0.24 epa per drop back for mr davis mills you want to guess okay. what justin fields epa per drop back is on pressured downs minus 2.49 minus 0.48 <laughs> he is almost three times worse than davis mills on aggregate <laughs> when he's pressured wink martindale if he can bring the pressure if he can get after justin fields in this game i think it'll look pretty similar to the browns <laughs> people game, are asking for do, do baker do baker <laughs> oh under pressure oh he oh it's just yeah. as bad it's, it's just as, as bad he's so yeah. bad under pressure I, i'll look it up but but fields fields is like fields is like getting historic at this point didn't davis mills draft this. prop move up like 60 points yeah there was a weird run kellen mond got taken in a weird spot too those aren't starters in the nfl ever so darnold yeah he's probably <laughs> bad so all right let's i'm i'm probably betting baltimore here if i get good news on the injury and the bears injury report continues to oh, if you bad. haven't played him yet good job by you because you're not going to get the worst of the number i haven't played fact, shit yet so yeah oh okay okay you're holding it let's holding move up. on let's move on to the second card and a good <laughs> this is a game this is the one i'm actually kind of excited for yeah hit it and I'll probably just be playing a team on the money line here. This is a this is a spot too. If there was ever a team who was starting to get, if there ever was a team who was four and six, and was starting to get a little bit of steam in the market, and it was a team that already had steam in the market that has been getting bet every week by certain groups, 
and now is going to start seeing possible public support because <laughs> of what they've done the last few weeks against a goofy team with a backup quarterback and another backup quarterback who's kind of hurt right now. And if Kamara goes, I'm playing Saints just straight up like that. I can't – if I have Kamara in, even with the backup quarterback, I like Jalen Hurts. I don't like Jalen Hurts against the secondary. I don't like uh, this Eagles pass rush against this offensive line despite having you know lost a player already this year. So, yeah, if Elvin's in on a low total like this – yeah, Saints Saint straight up for me. Okay, so Sign Collectibles has asked this a couple times, including last time when we were on overtime. And oh, yeah, we said we'd get to this here. Um, the Eagles to make the playoffs of plus 260 is pretty, pretty interesting because the not just the seventh, but the sixth and seventh seeds in the NFC are wide open. I mean, really. Yeah, like uh, you could convince me Minnesota's going to get into the playoffs at this rate. You could convince me that San Francisco has life still. You can even I will even listen to the argument that Seattle has a chance at this point. Um, but in reality, um, the aggregate. Hang on, let me let me let me add up my probabilities here because I ran all this stuff today. Uh, 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 uh. The Eagles. Philly. Oh, what do you guess my probability of them making the playoffs? Well, no, I was just going to say I have the Eagles as my. 26th toughest or however you want to put it sixth or seventh easiest remaining schedule as well like to, to make the playoffs yep. i put them at like 38 i am at 36 percent damn we're close you know what that fair price is plus, plus 177 yep 260 is a lot closer 260 is to, a lot better yeah. Then plus one set one eighty, which is plus, I'm not plus one eighty. Should we bet it as a team? Well, should we do the thing where you curse oh. it by betting Stafford MVP or Lamar Player of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> should we not bet the Eagles just to help? Well, you're the Eagles advocating for Saints money line in the. I've done sentence. it too. So I think I'm just as bad. Maybe of a here's curse. here's what we look. Here's what we look I'm for. Wait. We uh, wait. we wait. We let this game come and go. Uh, it is a 50-50 proposition at best. If the Eagles win. Do their, do their does their does their number jump from thirty six to forty five? No, it's still in the thirties. They still have a long way to go. There is still an enormous mess in the standings right now in terms of who's going to get that seventh playoff seed. But you know who? Uh, you know what? Uh, you know right now in the standings, like if the playoff last week it was if the playoff started today, the Falcons were going to the playoffs, and that was laughable. And now it is if the playoff started today. The uh, Carolina Panthers are like the sixth seed, aren't they? That's insane. The playoffs are a fucking mess. <laughs> I don't have I don't have the Carolina Panthers anywhere close in terms of probability of making the playoffs that I have the Eagles for the record. So um, Carolina's and Carolina's schedule error. going forth was tough. It's very tough. It's very second very tough. toughest I have it as. You want to know what Philadelphia's is? I had them second easiest. I have them as sixth easiest. Sixth easiest. Numbers. I'm looking but either at either way. Easiest. It's either way. It's very easy, and I have Carolina second toughest. Think about how easy the Bills' schedule has been to this point in the season. That is how easy I re I rate the remaining Philadelphia schedule. Yeah, and and to go back, now, I I just ran a quick rank on it in my spreadsheet here. The you know whoever brought up the Bills schedule, the Bills and the Patriots, I have them as the fourth and sixth toughest. 
respectively. So I said, yeah, like I have them as being tougher schedules. Oh, wow. That's those are those are very, very different from my numbers. Well, get with the program. I guess you if you have Bills and Pats higher, you know, like if you have them twice. Yeah, they play each other twice. So if you have them higher than me, then that makes sense because I don't have Bills one. Spoiler alert. And I don't have Patriots top five, but, you know. A lot of people. I, I was forced to move them up a little this week. So, yeah, I'll be on the Saints if Kamara plays, and I'll be monitoring the Eagles situation. If you think Eagles win this week, I think part of your stake should go on Eagles to make the playoffs. I think you take a quarter of whatever you were going to bet and bet that on Eagles to win the playoffs if you were going to be betting Eagles minus one, Eagles money line anyway. So, um, a team that will not make the playoffs and a team that most certainly will make the playoffs, the Houston Texans head to. Nash Vegas as a 10 point underdog. Tarad maybe getting his, uh, you know, his legs under him a little. That was a bad performance, but he was coming off injury and he's not ever going to be great. I expected a lot more out of him than that. That was a horrific, horrific uh, performance by him. And the Titans just, uh, again, I don't know if this pass rush is for real, but I've seen no signs of it stopping. They have several players now that are getting. After the quarterbacks repeatedly, this is a bad quarterback for taking sacks. This is an offensive line that had a very good left tackle that doesn't play right now, and they're going to be behind most of the game. Like, if you think the Tennessee's pass rush is going to be good again, like all the all the you know situational factors are lining up for them to have another good game. I don't lay big favorites a ton, but this would be like. Titans are nothing for me. The Texans don't offer a lot. Even it's a really bad secondary, but like all you have to do, like, hey, let's just take away Brandon Cooks and see what else they can do. Like that's that's their player. It's a lot of points. I'm I'm staying away from this one. You know, it's a fun thought exercise with this one. The Titans, I mean, the Texans have played some bad teams this year, and they played some. I mean, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. The Texans are a bad team, and they have played some good teams this year, uh, and on the road in particular. And it's fun to think about how Tennessee is being rated relative to those other teams. Yeah. I was, you know, thinking about like the, um, uh, the bills game in particular, uh, they go to the Buffalo bills. They lose 40, zero. What were they? Thir- they got, that got bet out to 16, 17 and a half. There is were, that right? There were ni- nineteens in the market. There were nineteens in the market. Yeah. So why is, why, is, why are the Titans 10? Hmm. That's a big old gap. Makes you think. <laughs> That's a big old gap. I mean, Davis Mills and Terod Taylor, obviously there's a difference there, but. And I believe, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, my numbers would, I don't have Tennessee and the Bills nine points apart. And maybe we do see a bunch of late, late action. You know, we saw Texans money come in. And then on Sunday, the Bills got bet to the bejesus belt. Maybe we see something similar. This closes at, you know, 13. But even then, I don't know if I have – I don't have the Bills out of neutral. I wouldn't have them, like, six points better than the Titans. I had to upgrade the Titans. I don't care how I feel about them in the playoffs. I don't care how I feel about the fact that they are deciding to go with shitty running backs. Um, yeah. The defense is playing up, and they're they're finding ways to cover their deficiencies right now. So, yeah, pass on this one for me. The Browns were 13 and a half point favorites against the Texans. And this is the thing. People are people are waiting for the other shoe to drop. People are just waiting for Amazing. the Tennessee Titans to not 
you know, not play well, not cover a game. So, yeah, you know what? We and it is a better quarterback than Davis Mills, clearly. You know what else? You know why you can't really count? You can't really hold your breath on it. Um, over the balance of a die, it's not till Sunday. Well, yeah, that obviously do not hold your breath till Sunday, please. Um, you know. You remember back in the day talking about this, how a team performs across a normal distribution over the balance of a 16-game and now 17-game season, right? Which means about 10, now 11, of their performances are going to kind of fall around their average, right? About three of them are going to be really good performances. I think they use those. And about three of them are going to be really poor. We have seen the Titans already with two of the poor ones. Week one, when they got utterly pants pulled down at home against the Cardinals. And then week, uh, what was it, week four, when they lose to the Jets outright. Um, so, I, you know, if you're, if you're wait, you know, holding your breath, waiting for regression, like, I mean, more likely than not, the Titans are going to keep performing around their expectation, which is 10-ish points win better than 10. the Titan Texans. They're going to win by 10. Uh, I don't see value in this number is really where I'm, you know, kind of coming to. You're, you know, you're counting on, you're counting on a Texans team that's poorly coached, um, that's not very motivated, that uh, is on the road. Uh <laughs> And I mean, you you want to guess some of the you, you've seen some of these uh, the point outputs for the yeah, the Texans on the road this year, right? Yeah, I make this like thirteen. Still not betting it. <laughs> Here so. you uh, uh, we'll throw out week one against the Jaguars because that was fluky as shit. Uh, the Panthers they scored nine. The Patriots oh. Oh, that was home. Excuse me. The Bills, they scored zero. The Colts, they scored three. The Cardinals, they scored five. And the Dolphins, they scored nine. Those are your last four road games for the Texans, an average of about four points. <laughs> 22 minus five. Are we going to do a secret team total under 17? Uh, Against oh. a sketchy defense, but at well, home. See, that's the thing. Is like, it's been a is defense. The Titans defense yeah, is, are they sketchy? I mean, by no, 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 no. I'm talking the, picks here. You know, the Titans. Yeah, the that's Titans what I'm saying. Have been, yeah. This this is on the board. Either way, we'll move on to the S- NFC North. 17. Hmm. Put it on the put it on Somewhere the put it in there. the queue. Put it in the hopper. <sighs> this one's annoying because I did want to bet this, and I still another under possibly for me because but the Ooh, loss, under. the probable loss of Aaron Jones probably sucks some value out of this, and it shouldn't. Like, A.J. Dillon's very good, too. But I don't know if people will take that into account. Like, oh, I'm betting Minnesota. You know, the Packers didn't score much last week. They lost, uh, you know, they, they have a good running back that's hurt. I don't know. Like, this is in Minnesota. They've played them tight the last couple of years. That you know, there was a they beat them last year, I believe. Minnesota won a game versus a very good Packers team. Packers team that I think was probably better last year. And I, I don't make much of this outside of I I make this closer to Green Bay being about you know maybe like three points better on a neutral. I I don't give a ton of home field for anybody. Minnesota's one of the ones that gets a little bit. It's a nice indoor dome, but I, I make this Packers like 
minus one and a half. I, I wanted I wanted this to go the other way and take some Vikings plus three. This is probably going to be a decent teaser leg, even if the total's closing in on 50. I'll probably stay away from this one outside of teasers. I like both teams to run the ball a lot, though. These are defenses that um, can be run on. Mm-hmm. And they, they're teams that like to run the ball. You know, it's not uh, it's not like they're bad rushing defenses, but they're teams that aren't, uh, aren't going to stop good running attacks. So I'm looking for both teams to kind of concentrate on the run and maybe we see the under. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little sketched up in this Packers D. It's, you know, we kind of shit on it all year with all the injuries and just the bad secondary. But, man, they're just playing hard. Like it's such a thing you can't quantify, but you have to be able to see that and know like, man, they, you know, these guys are playing above the level they should be playing at. And maybe it's one I stay away from outside of a, a Vikes Wong burger teaser. Um, I play the Vikings on the money line. I think they win this game or they don't cover the two <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, I think oh, yeah, yeah, I don't play them, the two. If you play them, play I make them, straight them up. yeah, I make them slightly better than 50 50 to win this game. And a lot of it has to do with the health and availability of Packers players, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. I was expecting Rashawn Gary was not going to be able to go because of his elbow injury. If he is out there, he's going to be limited and elbow injury is not great for the only guy they have that can rush the passer who's healthy. Um, but then I saw, and Eric Stokes, by the way, uh, he's been dealing with some injuries as well. He's an important part of their defense right now. Um, but then I saw the injury report today, and not only is Aaron Jones unlikely to go with a DNP knee, Aaron Rodgers, DNP toe. Did you see that? I did. I wondered if it's turf toe, that's bad. If it's just like a jammed big toe or something, I don't know, like uh, something to dig into, but. Maybe that's where we. Uh, it's not anything you heard about, though. This just, isn't yeah, something just, that might it, be serious because I think that no. was what moved the market mostly today. It just made, yeah, it just made the report. I didn't make much of it. If it were big, I think we'd have heard more about it. But yeah, he's uh, the guy's falling apart. I mean, he just not, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look well. No, it's it's sure. a it's a side effect apparently of the virus. It's toe pain. Maybe Ooh. he has the gout. Probably just sat at home eating red meat for two weeks. That's what I would have done. Is a common side effect of Invermectin gout. High, Is that a common side effect? No, no. It's from high oh. uric acid. Oh. Toe Rogan, someone said. Thank you, Femi. <laughs> we needed that. So. All right. We like we like Minnesota. So, I like Minnesota on this one. I, no, real, just real quick. Go ahead. Um, uh, this just real quick thought exercise. How many games on the Packers schedule that they won were coin flips that easily ball bounces the other way they lose? I count three. The Niners, the, yeah, the, the Niners Bengals, sure. the, the Bengals, Bengals game, game. Was the stuck <laughs> out hard. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, and then um, uh, I had one more, and it's escaping me because I don't have their schedule because I'm an idiot. Um, but there, there are three. Uh, trust me on that. Um, the Vikings have how many losses on their schedule that were coin flips? But all of them. <laughs> and actually, the Vikings, and we, we brought this stat up, I believe, on a different show. The Vikings have led by at least seven points or more in every game they've played, and they amazing. are four and five. That amazing. is amazing how they've bottled away double digit leads. They managed to keep one last week. They're back in the playoff race, and this is this put them at 500, which is a 
big, big energy for that seven seed, maybe even a six seed, honestly, at this point. So yeah, and and good teams get lucky. Like uh, preparation equals luck at the same time too. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm on Minnesota here in a coin flip in yeah. the bank, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I realistically like ball bounces a little differently. These two teams are probably tied for the NFC North because there's really not that much separating them. The Vikings are a good team. They just have had brain dead moments from the especially. The, I mean, the, the offense has been. Offense has been great. I have, like I said, I have Green Bay just a, a yeah. couple points higher, and a lot of that's just based off how the defense is. Over the up. balance of Mike Zimmer's career, he's done well limiting Aaron Rodgers, really. And those are games where Aaron Rodgers had a better offensive line, uh, <laughs> healthier offensive line, and a healthier well set of uh, healthier set of weapons. So. I mean, by all, by every metric, by everyone who studies studies quarterbacks, Cousins is performing in the top five among active NFL quarterbacks. It's amazing to see it. And honestly, if you didn't know any better, he's ready to leave. You know, he's ready to be out on the outs in Minnesota. Somebody potentially could snag him, <clears throat> Cleveland Browns, <clears throat> uh, who could completely change their franchise's direction on in a, on a one-year one year swing. Um, so we'll see. Let's move on to Cincy Vegas. Uh, Andy, I need Cincy you to throw some... Cincy doesn't have this uh, stigma anymore. Since no. he used to have a lot of badass like problem players, like so, like I want to call it the felon bowl, but I can't put that stigma on b- b- the Bengals anymore. Like the Bengals have cleaned up. Like the Bengals used to be what the Raiders are. Where like they always had players getting in trouble. I don't know. I don't know what that came. I'm from. uncomfortable with Marvin, this stereotyping. I know. I know. I, I, <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like I always thought Marvin. You know, Marvin Jones was like. Maybe a shitty coach in the playoffs, but I just thought he was a decent. No, they just had Vontez Perfect, who was yeah, a, they, who was a legitimate maniac Pac-Man, who didn't Pac-Man Jones. Football team. Yeah, he was also a maniac. That's true. Yeah, they had a couple, um, they had a couple of maniacs of on this yeah, team. Yeah, they had a couple of those guys. Um, but, um, yeah, no, this is your new look Bengals, man. This is the Zach Taylor Bengals. Yeah, the, these are they've cleaned them up. <laughs> yeah, just, this is the Zach Taylor Bengals, and you know what I think of when I think Montez of Zach Perfect Taylor. Was I, I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think of uh, I think of uh, you know a, a team with no identity when I think of the Zach Taylor Bengals. Um, but oh, no, Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow is your reigning uh, your reigning second choice for comeback player of the year. Um, he's having a solid season in general, although he makes mistakes at times, which is fine. He's a running young quarterback who takes chances. He's aggressive. He's got an aggressive streak in him that I like. Uh, he's got a set of weapons to work with that are awesome. Uh, and in fact, I was a little surprised that this is just Bengals minus one, considering the absolute stink show that the Raiders defense put up on Sunday against the Pat Mahomes-led Kansas City Chiefs. Um, similar strength offensively, really. Similar, I was just going to say, it's it's a similar mm-hmm. offense. you got mm-hmm. an offense that is absolutely willing to go deep. Yeah, absolutely. And got a very Not just willing, but will go deep. Willing and able. <laughs> yes. And they yeah. have... They yeah. have good receivers, and you have, uh, like you said, the stink show. Jonathan Abram uh, got his pants beat off, like just multiple times. Go look at the stats versus him. It's, uh, yeah, it's. I, I don't want to say like, hey, the Bengals are the Chiefs' light, but honestly, they're only a, like a game worse than them too, which is funny. And the Bengals, the Bengals' offense has, you know, has had some really nice games if they can get a couple deep balls. So, um. Yeah, yeah, I think here's, I here's, here's where I'm stuck. I'm going to sell this up to like two and a half. Oh, cool. Okay. Here's where I'm stuck. 
the hell is this total under 51? Huh? <laughs> what? So, so the since I think since he's getting some players back on D, getting healthy here. So we're counting uh, on the Cincinnati defense to hold Derek Carr now. And I know at home too. They don't it, have an interior pass. It's just been bet up. Uh, yeah. I mean, I bet it. I think it has gone up a, a hair, a titch. Uh, Pinnacles at uh, at the top of the market right now, fifty. Bookmakers got fifty and a half. Um, you would guess that they may be leading the market on the high side. Surprisingly, Circa not interested in taking any over or not interested in taking any under bets on this. They're low. Um, but no, this is uh, I bet into this at over forty nine. This was one of my first plays of the week. It stood out like a sore thumb when I ran my numbers. Um, I don't disrespect either of these defenses. This is just all about respect for the offenses, honestly. Um, you know, these two offenses are legitimately good. Either of them capable of getting into the high 20s, low 30s. Um, neither of these teams has a running game that can put away a lead in a way that this is like a, you know, a 31-17 kind of a heartbreaker for an under, right? Um, so I think uh, in general, I like the the potential for a shootout here. Low, t- you know, low, you know, very low spread. Market is telling you this is a coin flip. Uh, we're going to get some back and forth scoring here. I just don't see how this is a defensive game whatsoever. Over 49, uh, now 49 and a half is still a very solid play. Uh, I make this north of 51. Uh, so my edge is pretty meaningful here. They're actually both top half of the leagues in pressure rates from their pass rush they're not bad they're just they're like you know somewhere in that 12 to 16 range they're not high-end pass rushes yeah both uh off yeah but and the you, offensive it, the it, offensive line here's, for the Bengals key. Has, has played better than we thought the one guy that's especially good pass rush for cincinnati is hendrickson their big free agent signing and he matches up against the anchor of the offensive line in Colton Miller, who's actually the only good pass pro that guy they have. So like, I think that's neutralized and I don't see the defensive tackles for the Bengals being much of a deciding factor or, you know, distinguishing factor in this game, which is really the way you need to make car pay. You need to push, you know, you need to get after him up the middle. Um, You know, and I mean, you know, we can assume it would be tough. It would be a tough look for Deshaun Jackson to shave two points, two weeks in a row. Right. That was so weird. It's like it's like the guy dropped his PlayStation control and the, <laughs> and the stick went the wrong way. It's like he turned around for some reason. Like he just got lost. Um, I don't know. So and you know so a couple other parts. Jacobs Jacobs was limited again today. Um, and Gakwe played. He or practiced. Excuse me. Most okay. mostly. In, this isn't really a game with a ton of injuries. Um, just you know, look for Jacobs. See if he's. 100% for going but outside of that, just a couple couple defensive players were out of practice for the Raiders today. The Raiders injury report is a lot longer than since. Yeah, so. sure Cincinnati is. team total, Cincinnati team total over does that uh, tickle your fancy? What's the number on that? 24? 24 and a half says uh this guy with the anchor calls. Call. I make it 27. So, I like it. Bengals are thirty first in situation neutral pace for what? Put that in the put that in the consideration file. We'll put it in the slide that in the slide that in the consideration file. Um, I don't have a strong read on the secret pot play yet. I'll tell you that. No, I don't either. Arizona at Seattle. Who's uh, the underdog? Should we just bet that team? Mm. So this is one. 
Like, Did we ever get the math taken care of on this? Now we covered. They covered we have again. Another, we have another Niners game. Covered. Yeah, we have another game. I understood. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to sit and talk about this at length because we don't know the status of Kyler Murray. Best guess. I guess. I guess. And here's the thing too. There was there were some worries that it was going to have to be Straveler because uh, McCoy hurt his pec too. And it sounds like he's fine. He's practicing. He's playing. It wouldn't be a Strevler start if Kyler can't go, which would be something. Strevler at Wilson. But uh, Wilson, I think, gets his feet back under him here. It's a home game. He's playing. Uh, honestly, it's weird to say this. The Packers defense is playing better than a lot of other teams are right now. So this is an easier test for him. And the the pass rush for the Cardinals has been great. And Kyler, do, or excuse me, it's Wilson does take sacks. You know, Arizona's going to get home a few times, but he can beat them with the, you know, the receivers on the outside here and there. I I don't know if I want to do anything with this without knowing the quarterback stuff. What was your best guess, though? Uh, he was out there. Kyler was out there practicing lightly today. I think he goes. If you really believe it, this number is a middle number. Like, this should be four and a half if Kyler goes, right? Like the way Seattle's playing right now, even on the road. And this is a place I give quite a bit of home field. But like, if I just do my raw numbers on this, I make this like four. Hmm. So Kyler goes, I think this crosses three. And it depends, you know, is he, you, you might get burnt. It might be like, hey, Kyler's starting. I'm going to bet this. Kyler looks like shit because he shouldn't have played. And here's the only other thing is the Cardinals do have a bye week next week. If they're not really feeling good about this, you know, they are sitting at eight and two. They've got the tiebreakers. They haven't lost any games in division yet. They're three and all. Like, if you're not sure for with Kyler, mm-hmm. I, you know, that it could be just like, all right, let's give him two weeks to get right. Cause if at this point you're like, it's been since, you know, um, the grocery bagger from Iowa, what was his name? Kurt Warner. It's been a mm-hmm. long time since they made a playoff run. So, I mean, if you're feeling like, hey, we, we have a legit chance to make some noise in the NFC playoffs, maybe bring a, a championship down to the desert here for all the fans that don't really care because they're all transplants. Old, old grocery bag almost got it, though. Almost. You, oh, that was a good Super Bowl. That was really a super good, super good game. Really but, good. You know, it, it, yeah, and this is this is a good point by sign collectibles who might own a hobby shop. Um, if Kyler plays rush on yards under, I think that's probably a decent look. If he does play and he's limited, he might be having uh, not not only fewer scrambles, but fewer obviously called run plays for him. Yeah, it and in general, high, Seattle defends that. In general, Seattle defends that well. So yeah, and and Seattle does have, despite having bad coverage, linebackers still has fast, um, you know, decent play against the run from the linebacking crew. Right. So. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting sitting this one out. I don't want to be taking a guess with my money. Okay. Um I'm guessing that Kyler goes. I, I am guessing that Hopkins does not. I am yeah, guessing that today. the Cardinals is predominantly a pass focused approach here. I'm guessing that the Seahawks look a hell of a lot better offensively than what we saw last week. I'm guessing that Russell Wilson has a good game. I think the over is in play at 48 and a half. Not a strong look for me not a not a real it's i won't say i played this and then sort of regretted it but that's kind of where i'm at i made this total 50 uh so i or i made it excuse me i made it 51 so i played over 49 it's down to 48 and a half probably because the uncertainty swirling around kyler murray but i think this is a a shootout kind of a game 
you think Hopkins is more important? Well, no, I mean the the Hopkins news is more uh, impactful. I'm to say it right. Well, no, just like there's almost more clarity. Like Hopkins oh, did yeah, not yeah. practice. Yeah, I, I, I would be. Good. I would be shocked. But I, I would also tell you they that have other receivers. If you really, yeah, spot. if you really want to decompose and give credit to the wins so far this season for the Cardinals, Hopkins doesn't get much at all. No, but it's so hard. It's because it's a team sport. Like, is he drawing coverage and making other players better? You know, it's so hard to to quantify the impact of one player in a team sport like that, where he's so good and he can, you know, he can take away their. You say like, oh, the cornerback takes away their best receiver. Sometimes the receiver takes away the best cornerback. Sometimes that that works two ways, and all of a sudden, you know, Kirk gets a shitload of yardage, and I believe Ed, Edmonds is yeah, he's full IR now. It's the James Conner show. Um, yeah, and there were there were actually also for the and another thing for the Cardinals, two starting linemen didn't practice today. Yeah, offensive, I should linemen. have got involved in this one. I'm, so yeah, I'm, was, this I'm, was a bad bet. I'm properly sketched out by this game, and I will just watch and live bet whoever didn't score first. Mm. Okay, the um, game more likely to go over. Not more likely; it's still a median projection, but a game in everyone's mind. More likely to go over. More, and we hope scoring. we hope it's going to go over. I want to see an eighty-point game. I want this game to be so fun. I might not bet this just because I want to enjoy this one. Dallas and KC's <sighs> offenses looked pretty good last week. Yeah, against some defenses that were not set up to handle those kind of offenses, and you know you have Gallup back for Dallas now. You have so many weapons on both sides. And, you know, like we mentioned, the Raiders were not set up to do what the other teams in the league have been doing to take this KC offense down a notch, and it showed, and we were very happy with that bet. We were super excited about uh, that one being a very easy minus two and a half, never really ever in doubt. And I don't have a strong feeling on this one at all. I think these numbers are both pretty good. I do too. I lean Chiefs. Um, I didn't bet the Chiefs um, yet. Didn't bet them yet. Uh, <laughs> I got a prediction for you, and this is oh. an easy one. You ready? This is the most watched NFL game of the season. Yeah. I mean, it is It is a, so um, maybe Dan has it in front of him because he can look at this. Uh, what? Where did the 3 o'clock game start? Was it at the Green Bay game or the Houston-Tennessee game? The 4 p.m. games, whatever you have you. Uh, what are the other late uh, games besides? So Arizona, Seattle, Cincy, Las Vegas. Closed my odds page, unfortunately. The first afternoon right. game was Cincinnati, Vegas. Okay, so just those three. So you only have three late games, and this is one of them. It's a 425 game. I mean, Arizona, Seattle is going to be big on the West Coast, but every single other person in the country will be watching this, including us. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, the Chiefs' defense uh, the secondary didn't look too bad against the aforementioned, like we talked about Derek Carr and that offense. Like, that's a good offense. It's been a good offense all year. Their secondary played okay, and the pass rush was doing a few things. Granted, Carr is another sackable fella. His brother was extremely sackable, but uh, <laughs> this is, uh, this is a, a, and I guess it depends. Uh, is Smith trending to playing for uh, Dallas? Yes, but I, I, I mean, don't think it matters. Makes, 
I, I, they, they, that's a really that, solid unit. It's a really still, solid. It's unit. a very solid unit, but it's still it makes it from a solid unit to one of the best units in the league. And if he has time back there against, you know, I don't care how they improved against the Raiders. If, if Dallas has time to throw the ball, Casey's going to be playing ping pong all day. This is going to be a fun one. If you need, and yeah, it any sucks. More... We're not at the flex spots yet. We can't flex these yet. If you needed any more evidence, I think we are at the flex spots. But I think that uh, some. This is a CBS Each, game, is that right? Yeah, CBS, CBS has some say in that too. They died on the they died on the hill of first overall protected game of the season, no doubt about it. It's zero, like zero, zero doubt about it. Yeah, zero they can, they cross, they can we strike are this one. In no way giving up this game. If it, and if it was a Fox game, the same same deal. Um, the um, I the uh, if you need any evidence, any more evidence that. Defense is simply a reflection of opponents played. Go look at the Chiefs' results this season. <laughs> They've gone up against some very good offenses and got utterly embarrassed. They have gone yeah. up against some very poor offenses and they have looked like world beaters. <laughs> it is like Matt, like clockwork. Um, and that's how this works. I think realistically, uh, yeah, you can hold Jordan Love to seven points. You can hold Daniel Jones to 17 points. You can hold Taylor Heineke to 13 points. Um, but you're not going to keep Josh Allen down. You're not going to keep Jalen Hurst down. You're not going to keep Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, uh, even Baker Mayfield. And uh, and and uh, and Ryan Tannehill had nice days against you. So, you know, I think your opponent matters. And your opponent in this case is an elite offense. So the, expecting that the Chiefs' defense is going to look good is not something you should walk into this game with an expectation of. <laughs> Tony Romo is good. <laughs> he makes those high-pitched noises. Jim! He's going to squeal. Oh You're He's absolutely gonna, right. He's going to be fun. I might have the sound on for that one. Um, and but and yeah, Dallas, no, yeah, Dallas is a bit of a this, feast yeah. or famine defense. They either get a turnover or they give up. Uh, see, now Dallas's defense, I think, stinks. And Dallas yeah, no, defense, the, the, they have no pass possessions rush. on defenses no, have been yeah. turnovers. They've had know, good exactly. turnover luck. And like, that that aspect of it is masking touchdown. all of the yeah. data. Any data you see from Dallas that shows that they have played their defenses played up this year, it is completely overweighted by one man's interceptions. <laughs> that is it. And you know, yeah, hey, they're playing up against a turnover happy offense, and the Chiefs may give them some free ball, yeah. some freebies. You know, that may be the distinguishing part of this game. I don't know. Um, but realistically, this Cowboys defense is going to get moved, pushed around at times in this game. And in the exact same way that the Chiefs matched up well against the Raiders defense. Um, oh, dude, is he ever? He is definitely. He'll, he Diggs, oh dude Diggs's stat line is going to be he's going to be seven targets targeted six, six yards yeah, six completions for two hundred twenty yards, yards and then and, one interception and a pick six <laughs> yeah like, yes, he's yeah. going to give it like yeah, yeah, balls yeah. thrown to him are yeah. going to account for four <laughs> touchdowns but they'll be three and one something along those lines yeah absolutely um, yeah and it, and Femi says it it's probably a Fox game which means we'd probably Troy oh, and Joe oh just shit. means sound off change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh that actually makes sense because next week's CVS game then is Dallas they give they give this they give the AFC team playing on Thanksgiving to CBS. That makes sense. ESPN says Fox, yeah. Shoot. 
Shit. And the nightcap. Um, the nightcap stinks. Oh, it's awful. There you go. Last thought about Dallas KC before we move off. Neither of us played it. I lean Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are bettable in all every basically every market still. If I still um, had five dimes, I'd bet like the alt overs in this one for fun. I might try to find that. I think Heritage or Bet 105 has stuff like that where you still bet got some frisky fun shit like that. Um I might get what, <laughs> what uh true or false? The winner of this game from a quarterback standpoint, assuming that this is a good game that's well enjoyed by the fans and talked about in the media next week in the run up to Thanksgiving, the winner of this game is your co-favorite for MVP. True or false? Yeah. I mean, if, if the game script plays out right and more so if it's Dak, I mean, it's hard to forgive. It's hard to forgive Mahomes for some of his early season. I mean, if Mahomes has five touchdowns again, yeah, like Mahomes has to have a bigger day. I think Dak Dak has an easier path to being that. Like you think Dak beating. just gets a win. He's co favorite. Uh, I mean, he having a nice game, but like if if Mahomes has two weeks in a row with eye popping numbers, yeah, he's right there. I mean, you're right. Okay. Um. I think that's I think that's in the cards regardless, honestly. And a ton of it is just and again, like people are all doing the counting stat thing when they do make these evaluations on top of the they look at the win loss. Um, but if the you know, if the uh if the Chiefs pick up a win, they'll be seven and four. Uh they will be um at least still at the top of the AFC West. Yep. Closer to the bye in the AFC overall. Uh and Every single counting stat, Mahomes is going to be leading after this game. Pass attempts, completions, yards, touchdowns. Having the, the Thanksgiving maybe, game maybe, never hurts. Maybe, never hurts. Maybe Brady is uh, still the touchdown leader after this week. Maybe. Um, but it could be Mahomes across the board in all the counting stats. And you know, needless to say, his EPA per play is pretty fucking incredible as well. Um so yeah, I think. Uh, How many voters think, do you think know what EPA per play is? More than used to. <laughs> At least Prisco, one. More. Does Prisco have a vote? I, might have to I don't know. Let's see if we get the CBS guys to vote the right way. All right, last game of the week. No play. See you guys. Uh, see you guys. I played the Chargers. I don't I can't blame quit you. these. I can't quit I don't, these guys. I don't. I don't blame you here. So this is likely Mason's Rudolphs. And likely TJ yeah. Watts. Two is, teams. I'm just two teams. I'm, two teams. Apparently, I'm just martingaling this season. Browns and Chargers. Eventually, yeah. they have to cover, right? So, so yeah, the Chargers, and especially TJ Watt, was in like a t-shirt and shorts, jogging lightly. But he I did was, not like the looks of that. He was listed as did not practice. So if he is sitting out this week, not only does that help keep his stats down for the old counting stats of defensive player of the year, but that's massive. <laughs> he's been a force coming around basically everywhere they line him up. He's oh, getting yeah. a ton of pressure. It's annoying yeah. if you play against him. He's so good. So that's a big thing to watch. If he's out, honestly, a defensive player shouldn't move the number. But like I'm 
you know, there might be money. Like if TJ Watt is announced for sure out, I, there might be people that go bet the Chargers based off that. Like, well, that makes a big difference. Like uh, all of a sudden, you know, Bud Dupree's uh, hanging out in Nashville and TJ Watt's on the sidelines. A big part of what made that team great last year on defense is not on the field. Yeah. Yes, and Minka Fitzpatrick also you, yeah. dealing with an injury. Joe Hayden also dealing with an injury. Yeah. Um, and yeah, realistically, I think uh, it sounds like Joey Bosa is actually going to probably go. Uh, that's huge, especially going up against Mason Rudolph potentially in a weak offensive line. This could be a this could be a Mason Rudolph turns back into a grosser pumpkin <laughs> than he was last week. A, a rotten pumpkin you a forgot about pumpkin? You vacation. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh yeah, that pumpkin that you uh, didn't deal with on Halloween that's now November 17th, and it's just you know, it's got rats now. Um okay. The, and like I said, Mason Rudolph did not get touched. In 50 dropbacks last week. That has Minka nothing probably, to do with that offensive line. Minka like that possible. offensive line played up a little. He's yeah. uh get a little comfortable back there. Yeah. Also, Basically, you got Bo- Bosa yeah. coming at you and Adderley, Adderley practice today. Mm-hmm. Um defensive injuries are trending good for Chargers. I lean Chargers with the air. We have three more Steelers prime time. Well, this is one of them, but two more after this. Oh, for love. I hope they yeah, flex Minka, them. Minka out is a big problem. Um. Oh, I hate this. Uh, yeah. This is this should be Chargers by a touchdown, considering who's going to be available. I, I don't know what else to my, say. Well, my my raw numbers make it. Yeah, I mean, if I make some adjustments for yeah, and you really hate to see what happened. You really hate to see what happened to T.J. Watt because he was having such a promising season. He was going to be a really <laughs> decent runner up for Defensive Play of the Year, and now he's going to miss his primetime shot. Against uh, you know, especially because he would have mattered in this game. Let's not be let's not let's quit yeah. the joking around. He would have mattered in this game. The right side sure. of the Chargers' offensive line is dog shit bad, and he would have had a great day running uh, you know running down Justin Herbert. He would have had a couple sacks easily, um, and unfortunately now he's probably going to miss this game uh, in prime time, and then uh, in the same on the same day that Miles Garrett ends Tim Boyle's career. So. You know Jesus Christ. <laughs> and yes, Giorgio. Um, he is still dating Jeannie Bouchard. Eugenie Bouchard, oh. lovely tennis player from oh. the neighbors to the north. That Although, is not a that is not a pair that I ever would have predicted. They've is been that dating really for true? a while. Yeah, they've been dating for a little while now. Although I'm more of a Mississauga mammoth guy myself, if I had to pick one. <laughs> Wow, that is a really? hottest take. That's the hottest take you've had on this podcast. Jeannie's Honestly. all right. I don't know. She just looks like a million other blondes. So doesn't she just look like every girl in California? Mm, I don't know about that. That's she's a, not even. It's a hot she's take. Not even, she's not even the best looking Bouchard sister. Charlotte I, by, by a damn mile. Man, we have a friend who's going to stop sending you secret plays if you keep this up. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't tell Bo. <laughs> All right. Either man. way, let's wrap it up um, here. Let's call uh, it a secret pod. Secret pod. SPP. That's perfect. SPPTT. What do you like? SPPTT. Do you like me? Houston under better at 17 or Natty over 24 and a half? Natty over. Let's do that. Yeah. I think I th- uh, the, it makes me nervous playing those. Playing those Dude. real low unders are so. You know sweet. why we take the Natty over? Because this is a little Mac Jones OROI insurance. 
Chase could have a big one up against Jonathan Abram and company. That pathetic excuse for a secondary. Chase could put up a big number on these guys. I don't need that. I need it to be a T. Higgins game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a T. Higgins Boyd game. Big T. Higgins <laughs> hey, you guys. Thanks for joining us. You're listening Natty to over. the podcast forum. Yeah. Cincinnati, Cincinnati team total over. Cincinnati team and total. a half is the SPPTT, Secret Pod Play team total. I like it. So the Bengals. And yes, if you're in the YouTube chat, you made it this long. Hit the thumbs up on the way out the door. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for all the good chat. A lot of good chatter today. The usual suspects, but you know we love you guys hanging out <laughs> with us every every Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, best of luck to you this week in the NFL. We'll catch you tomorrow for Thursday night football halftime. Chaplain, Texas money line. Woo! That's a Patrick. spicy cake, Patrick. And that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Buckaroos are playing with my.